Welcome to the Residential Movement. I'm your host, Dr. Ashley Robinson, a house call dentist with a lot of passion for dental home care. I'm here to encourage, equip, and empower dentists like you to begin offering dental services at the residences of patients who are best served at home. Listen in as we talk dentistry, business, ethics, mindset, and more, and learn how you can become a part of the Residential Movement. Hello, thank you for joining me today for this episode of the Residential Movement. I'm so excited to be back and chatting with you. You may have noticed a change in the intro today. For those of you who don't follow the Residential Movement on social media, I'm excited to finally share with you that I recently got married. That is what has been going on during this break in recording. I married the fantastic Christopher Robinson, so now I'm going to be Dr. Ashley Robinson. I know you're probably heartbroken because Machieski was just so much easier to say and spell. But you'll have to get used to my new name. I am happy to share a name with Chris, and I know my patients are very grateful for this change. But now I have to get used to how common my name is. There are many women walking around out there with the same name as me, and I'm just not used to that. I'm not even the only Ashley Robinson who spells our name A-S-H-L-E-I-G-H. I should have known that there would be others, but get this. One of the other Ashley A-S-H-L-E-I-G-H Robinsons is Miss Oklahoma 2021. So there's an Ashley Robinson out there who sports a crown and a sash, and then there's another one who sports scrubs and a ponytail. That would be me. So allow me to formally introduce my new self. I am Ashley Robinson, a house call dentist from Buffalo, New York. I'm here recording this podcast because I want to encourage other dentists like you to offer dental home care services to patients who are best served at home. I'm very grateful that you're listening. I've got a lot to share with you today. Shortly after returning from our honeymoon in Belize, Chris and I took a much less romantic but still super enjoyable trip to Frisco, Texas. We attended the National Mobile IntelliDentistry Conference. The conference is sponsored by AMTA, the American Mobile IntelliDentistry Alliance. It's the conference's fourth year running, so it hasn't been established for a super long time, but it's growing. This year was my first year in attendance, and I was so excited to meet other mobile dental providers. The conference opened up with a talk from its founders, hygienists and entrepreneurs, Melissa Turner and Sonia Dunbar. Sonia mentioned how nice it was to be gathered in a room full of providers who have all been there before. I should explain that every provider there practiced mobile or teledentistry in a different way. Very few did dental house calls, actually. Most providers either had a dental van or they set up portable equipment in clinics or schools. Some did visit seniors and senior living communities, though. Regardless of the different roles of attendees, Sonia talked about our mutual challenges, like lugging around equipment, literally bending over backwards for patients, having to be adaptable enough to set up equipment wherever a patient needs you, and then even looking kind of rough at the end of the day. Her account of these challenges had me rolling because her descriptions of a typical mobile dental workday were just so accurate. I felt so understood. As the only house call dentist in my region, it's easy for me to feel lonely or misunderstood professionally. Firstly, I work alone, but beyond that, a lot of my peers don't really understand what I do, how I do it, or why I do it, because my career is just so unlike their traditional dental career. Even my peers who work in less traditional environments like hospitals, they work with a team that they can relate to, and I don't really have that. I hope all of you listening know that I want to be a supporter for you throughout your dental home care journey. If you feel alone in it, always feel free to reach out to hello at residentialmovement.com or even reach out to past and future guests on this show. The Residential Movement is here to be your community of house call dentists that you can rely on for support. We're all rooting for you. 
Okay, back to the conference. I already told you that there were other mobile providers at this conference who shared similar work experiences with me. What I didn't tell you is that many of them, actually, I would say most of them were not dentists. I met an independent dental hygienist and denturist who owns Sound Dental Care in Washington State. Her organization sends hygienists into senior living communities to provide hygiene services and dentures there. I also met another dental hygienist who is the executive director of a nonprofit organization called Smiles Across Montana. Her organization sets up portable dental stations in schools and various sites for hygiene services. I even sat through a panel about the standard of care for mobile dentistry, and not one dentist was sitting on that panel. At this conference, I began realizing that non-terminal dental providers seemed to be the ones trailblazing in mobile teledentistry. This was all fascinating to me, and if I'm being honest, I found it incredibly concerning too. Now let me share some context. I have always lived, studied, and worked in New York State. We don't have denturists here. We don't have independently operating dental hygienists here. In New York, hygienists and assistants work under the personal supervision of a dentist. Hygienists cannot legally diagnose decay and cannot operate independently. In my area, organized dentistry supports strict restrictions of mid-level providers. This means that I do all of my own hygiene. And trust me, I would love the help, but I've been approached by many amazing hygienists that would love to work with me and my patients, but I've had to turn them away because of the current laws here. I do hope in the future we can modify the laws to make in-home dentistry more accessible and give hygienists access to homebound patients. Still, I'm glad that all of my patients are seeing me, a dentist, very frequently. Let's discuss the two dental hygienists who run the organizations I mentioned earlier. Here are two women who are both very capable leaders of these large, mission-minded organizations. They're reaching patients who struggle for access. I totally appreciate the hearts and the results of these hardworking mobile providers. They practice to the maximum of their scope and they reach so many patients. But at the end of the day, their patients will still need to see a dentist and they know that. So which dentists are following up with their patients? The truth is, despite referrals and follow-ups, in many cases, patients receiving these mobile hygiene services will not get to see a dentist because there just isn't a mobile dentist willing to follow up. And that is not okay. Have dentists washed their hands of caring for these patients? Have they just passed the baton on to non-terminal providers? In some cases, it kind of appears to be that way, but it cannot remain this way. I applaud the efforts of AMTA, which has many member hygienists and hygienists in its leadership, but I can't help but wonder why dentists aren't the ones calling for the expanded availability of mobile dentistry or dental home care. Dentists need to be on the ground. We need to find a way to get more dentists delivering care to patients in their homes and their senior communities and delivering care to children at their schools. We need every kind of dental provider to be on the ground, especially dentists. Every single person on the planet needs a dentist, even people without teeth, to diagnose oral lesions, prescribe antifungals, to adjust dentures. I could go on and on. If patients are only able to access non-terminal dental providers, that is a failure of the system. Not because those providers are failures, but because even with their amazing hearts, expanded functions, and strong business acumen, they are not dentists. Their treatment is better than no treatment, but every patient on the planet deserves regular access to a dentist. My biggest takeaway from the conference was a renewed commitment to making dental home care normal by encouraging more dentists to offer home care to patients who are best served at home. Hence why I'm back here talking to you. Here's my hope, and I know it could take a long time, so I'll have to be patient. 
but I hope that as more dentists begin to offer dental home care services, the number of patients demanding dental home care services will begin to increase. Patients rarely demand dental home care services because they don't even know it could be available to them. Once the patient demand increases, patients will pressure insurance companies to reimburse house call dentists at an appropriate rate. Then, even more dentists will feel like they can offer these services. In the long term, home dental care will become more accessible to patients who have traditionally struggled for access due to transportation challenges. This is what I hope will happen and this is what I think will happen, but it will not happen if the standard of care for people with mobility challenges is only mobile hygiene. It won't happen unless more dentists begin offering these services right now. Let's imagine a world where someone who is homebound with a dental problem can just pick up the phone and call a dentist to come to their house, and it's a completely unremarkable occurrence. That is the world we're shooting for, and nothing less. So if you have the heart to treat these patients and you're willing to accept the challenge of offering home care to patients, I hope that my takeaways from the conference were encouraging reasons to get started. If nothing else, I hope you enjoyed learning more about what's going on out there with mobile dentistry today. Check out the show notes for links to organizations I mentioned earlier. Learn as much as you can. Maybe you'll even decide to attend the National Mobile and Teledentistry Conference next year. Whether you decide to pursue dental home care or not, consider supporting the Home Smile Care Foundation. The Home Smile Care Foundation is a nonprofit organization founded by myself and my loved ones to offer financial assistance to patients who struggle to afford at-home care. I appreciate your interest in the residential movement. Thanks for spending some time with me today. We'll talk again soon. That's a wrap on this episode of The Residential Movement. If you liked what you heard today, please leave a five-star review and subscribe so you don't miss any upcoming episodes. If you know someone who could benefit from this info, please share this with them. All of those actions help fuel the residential movement. Thanks again for listening, Doc. Keep up the good work.